Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, December 16th, 2023. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me this week, once again, Mr. Joey Slenzak. How are you doing, Joey? Hey, Andy. A little cold uh, here in Michigan. I'm sure it's a little chilly over in Glasgow. Hopefully, uh, Gordo's having having some nice warm warm sunshine over in Australia still. Ah, uh, Fuck him. Hang around here. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm doing great. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. Um, It is cold here. Uh, I was just saying before the show, I've got Christmas jumper on. Hooray. Uh, The Cleveland Guardians Christmas jumper. Joy, there you go. Updated it for the the modern times. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, Doc. So I'm running as a two ball again this week. Um, but Gordo will be back next week, hopefully having had a great trip out to Australia. Don't know if he made it to any games. I presume he would have told us. I thought he said he was going to go to one of the AFC Champions League games, which he, would have been, I think, Tuesday? Yeah, Either but Wednesday if, he, if he'd gone Monday, to that... Monday or Tuesday. We would have got photographs. We would have got pictures, surely, you would think. so. I would have hoped so. But maybe they're still coming. They're they're on their way. <laughs> they're on their way, perhaps. But we'll hear all about it next week when he's back. In the meantime, you and me once again, and it was you and me last week, so we'll quickly recap last week's show, um, head to the ad break, and then go about next week's show. Same as always, every week. Um, yeah, my banker last week, Jesus Christ, I don't even know what happened here. Uh, the German Bundesliga, a, a Bayern Munich team, that were top of the league and absolutely flying and beating absolutely everyone were turned over 5-1 by Eintracht Frankfurt. 5-1. 3-0 down before Bayern got a goal back to go into the break at 3-1. But Frankfurt just went on and extended their lead, ran out 5-1 winners. Bayern bossed the possession as expected, 65% to 35%. More interestingly though, despite getting beat 5-1, they actually led on XG the end of the game 1.97 really? to Frank Frankfurt's Ooh. 1.61 which would which would tend to suggest that Frankfurt managed to convert every single chance that came their way and Bayern were very wasteful it, it definitely seems like there's a bit of ball luck going there uh yeah I I don't know Bayern might have just been uh, looking ahead to that crucial match against Man United at the midweek where uh, <laughs> they they had to just show up and they still topped the group but uh Hey, they uh, they showed up and whopped us one 0 So that wasn't this, that wasn't yeah. great for my mid, great for my mid midweek. Uh, at the weekend though, it was much better. So I started on Friday with my banker of Galatasaray, both teams to score, and that finished three uh, one to Galatasaray. We got our both teams to score in the fourth minute of stoppage time, just before halftime, and then uh, there were two early goals for Galatasaray in the first half, and then Mbaniang, uh penalty to finish things off. 
Fantastic. Nice and easy. Always like to see the bankers come in. Unfortunately, I failed this week. So I'll have to start a new hot streak this week. But well done, Joey. On to the value picks. I failed again at this. Hanover versus Karlsruhe. The home win here was 11 to 10. The game ended two each. Um, Hanover went down 2-0. And they did fight back. They did rescue a point. But that wasn't good enough for me as they couldn't record the win. Again, they bossed the possession 62% um, to, to 38 And again, they led in XG with 2.71 to Karlsruhe's 1.22. So a whole goal and a half in XG more and the game ends a draw. So I'm going to take that as being unlucky with those stats not to record the win and bring in my value pick. That's definitely the the Karlsruhe curse now. Um, (laughs) Anytime we bring them to the show, betting for or against them, they they just like to not cooperate, which Mm -hmm. is not ideal. And my value shot wasn't much better. Um, this this looked really good on paper, and I was hoping we could get one goal in the first half. But uh, I had Stockport, both teams to score on over 2.5, and that was actually drifting closer to 2.3 towards kickoff, and understandably so. Um, <laughs> ended up nil-nil uh, at halftime, and then it wasn't until the 70th minute that we got our first goal and then equalized in 87th and then just couldn't find a winner. There was actually one moment where Flash Score was teasing me I swear I should have like did the screen record or took like a screenshot. They had the big chance, like beacon little icon glowing for Stockport in like literally the 95th minute at the death of it. Oh. So I'm thinking, okay, we, we got away with it again. Sweet. And then it just disappears. Game over. And of course, Brutal. just being league two uh, football, there's no like commentary for the game or like yeah. on flash score. There's no like, live ticker something like scrolling through twitter and it literally just says blah 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 so and so missed it very narrowly that's as much as and you're I'm ever like, gonna know joey what does that what does that mean you na- what, na- what does that even mean <laughs> he missed it natalie you natalie missed your value pick unfortunately and so yeah we uh we got one one but needed that one uh, one more goal after that. you got half of it you got the both teams to score in but just just not quite over the line the outsiders now this was my uh, Regardless of how frustrating the first two games were for me, this one was even worse. Uh, Wraith Rovers versus Partick Thistle, so second versus third in the Scottish Championship. I just really fancied Partick Thistle here because they were priced up as the underdogs. And Wraith Rovers, they keep winning, but they keep winning with spawny goals at the death or managing to grab a, a late goal. And I thought a team like Partick Thistle, they could cause them some problems. I like I like a price it better than two to one. Now, race started really strongly. They had a very good first half. They went into the break 1-0 up. They instantly made it 2-0 at the start of the second half. However, Partick Thistle then turned things around after that, not only scoring one, not two, but three goals, took took the lead in the 70th minute, and it looked so good. However, with 10 minutes to go, Wraith scored twice in three minutes and eventually won the game 4-3. An absolute cracker of a football match to watch, but we were not on the right side of it come the come the uh, full-time whistle and the actual result. But it looked good with 20 minutes to go. It really, really did. But that's Wraith again, putting in performances right at the death and turning losing situations into winning ones. It's why, it's why they're second in the league, only one point behind Dundee United. So there you go. Another loss for me. Not my best week. 
Yeah, my uh, my outsider wasn't much better either. Um, so I had uh, I was trying to fade against Leon, um, who have been off to a, not a great start. Um, but I was kind of leaning towards somewhere in the middle because Tulu had been struggling as well. So I look, I was looking at the draw there, and this actually ended up three 0 for Leon. So that was their second win of the season. Uh, congrats to them. It was <laughs> you don't mean nothing. that. There was no sincerity I, in that. No, not at all. <laughs> Just I, spite and disdain. <laughs> there, uh, there were a couple decisions that didn't quite go our way. One of which being a tease Dalinga penalty just before the halftime that he just kind of didn't quite get in the corner. It was, it was a really poor penalty, which is ironic because not only because I had tipped him last week as uh, my score for this game and. Yeah, we definitely didn't hit that one 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 exact that we were looking for. Um, but previously in the last league un fixture, he had started on the bench. I'm sure there was something with uh, Europa League that they were being mindful of, and he actually called the coach out after the match. Like, I don't understand why I wasn't picked. Like, I scored the equalizer after coming on as a sub in like the 79th minute. Like, I should be starting these matches right from this get go. Like, I'm your striker. And then he goes out and does that, and uh, not not too great. And then uh, 80th minute, Alexander Lacazette got his hat trick, and that's how uh, that's all she wrote. Yeah, so not not the best, but hey, we had a really good week last week, and we got the outsider double in last week. In fact, we went we went seven for eight. Um, the week before, we had a relatively poor week. Then we had a mega week. Now we've had a relatively poor week. It's time for a mega week again. But it wasn't it's that the ebbs and flows. But it wasn't that poor a week because there's always the charity double. Um, of course, we do four picks each per show. So my charity pick was St Mirren at home to Ross County in the Scottish Premiership. They won this 2-0. Um, two early second half goals got you an early payout in the game. Uh, St Mirren held on. They, they will finish the game 2-0. So a charity winner for me. Yeah, and uh, my portion of the charity double, um, which actually, based on the timing of this, May or may not have actually been able to uh, bet on just when this was actually released. Because this was the earliest match I think we've probably had on the show in a long time. This was on Friday at like 8 a.m. Morning. Um, literally. Yeah. Very first kickoff. And luckily I was worried about uh, switching that with my one of my middle section picks. And I, I did the right thing and I left the right pick in the right slot. And uh, I had Central Coast Mariners to win at 1.9-ish. So still decent price. And they ran out 4-0 winners. They were up 3-0 at halftime, and that was everything we were looking for to get us off to a good start. Just absolutely brilliant. Two early payouts in the charity slot. A winning charity double is 3-1, plus a little 2.5% boost from Bet365. Turned our £10 charity money into £40.84. And I I think that's correct. And I've I've made that uh, donation to the Prostate Cancer UK charity. So I'll post I'll post a screenshot of that in the Facebook group. And that's after hitting the charity bet the week before, where we were able to donate £18.50 to the 2023 Christmas campaign uh, for Glasgow's number one baby and family support service. So that's two weeks in a row, yeah. Joey. We've, we've hit the charity. Let's make it three. Um, I don't know how many times, you know, what the longest streak is in terms of winning charity bets. We've certainly done two in a row before at some point. I think three might be new territory. So, let's for, for sure. I think three might be right on that boundary. But hey, it's the season of giving. Of course, uh, got to do it now. Hey, it's Christmas. Let's you know, 
let's let's get this charity donations rolling in. So that was last week. Um, as I say, we've had better weeks, but it's always good to get the charity double in. We have a Facebook group, guys. Come and join along uh, with the conversation. Thanks to everyone who's getting involved already. We're seeing great picks from our listeners and contributors in there. You can also give something back to the podcast. Support us by becoming a member of the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon for £6 a month. So it's trampledbet.com. You'll find all the links there. As a Patreon member, you'll get this podcast as an early video release. So we are recording this uh, on Wednesday night. And as soon as we're done, I'll upload the video to the Patreon channel and all the Trample Bet Club members can watch us and see my beautiful Cleveland Guardians Christmas jumper. Um, you get a special mid-section as well. It's just about to come up uh, instead of the ad break. And uh, in addition to all the podcast picks, you got other picks that we like the look of. And finally, you get all the picks from the show written down in a handy cheat sheet format so you don't need to remember which of the picks from the show that you liked and want to put down in your coupons. It'll be there just for you to pull up on your mobile phone or on the Patreon website. So thank you to everyone who already subscribes. Thank you to everyone that's about to join us this week. You know, Why not give the gift of trampled bet to yourself for Christmas? Just came up with that there, Joey. That's slick. I like that. That's clever. Slick. There we go. Let's do that. So we're heading to the ad break. Patrons, we will see you for the midsection and then we'll get on with next week's show after this short interval. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, December 16th, 2023. Same format as always, a banker pick for myself and Joey, a value, an outsider, and then we will wrap it up with a charity double, looking to hit three on the spin for those charity picks. So, starting off with the bankers. Now, I didn't hit my banker last week, so I'm going ultra conservative this week. I'm taking an easy option here, but I'm keen to get back aboard the winning banker train. Man City versus Crystal Palace in the English Premier League, Saturday at 3pm. City are back up fourth place in the league. Crucially, now only four points behind top spot, so league leaders Liverpool, as Arsenal dropped points last weekend against Aston Villa. So there's a real opportunity here for City to get right back in that mix and a home game against 15th place Crystal Palace will look really, really appealing. Um, Man City have struggled a bit in the league recently. Uh, They've taken only six points in the last five league games, but Palace have taken only one from their last five league games and they are super struggling. Having lost to Liverpool, Bournemouth, Luton and Everton during that stretch. Now, Man City are top quality even without Haaland who is injured and out for the foreseeable. Um, They'll still have more than enough to secure a pretty important win here. Their odds are tiny. They're one to six, but I cannot see this game going any other way. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. I guess I didn't realize that Holland was actually injured injured. I remember he picked up that knock uh, yeah, but so, on the Norway Scotland match, but I didn't think he actually got injured. Uh, well, no, I think this is re- I think this is recent because it was all over the fantasy recent football world, okay. news. Yeah, that he'll be out. No, no certainty as the timeline yet. I don't know if that's really? what the news stories were. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh he's actually back. And oh, jeez, yeah. And, and then it'll go to one to ten. But, you know. Even without Haaland, City are an absolutely class outfit, and Palace are struggling oh, absolutely. so much just now. A trip to the Etihad is the last thing they want. Yeah, for sure. Even uh, I mean, Foden and Alvarez are going to pick up that slack easily. Yeah. Um, so for my banker, I'm going to be in England as well. This time in League Two, mm. and I like a Wrexham win, uh, home win versus Colchester. You can get that at one point four four ish. That's going to be on Saturday at three p.m. So we've got second place Wrexham hosting 22nd place Colchester, who are just five points outside the final relegation spot. Colchester have conceded the most goals in the league, and Wrexham have scored the second most. But I think the home and away splits here really bring it all home. And Wrexham have actually won nine of their last 11 home matches in all competitions. Solid. And they're averaging, they're averaging 3.3 goals scored per game in their last 10 league match. Last 10 league home matches <laughs> sorry and so while colchester have lost seven of their last 10 away matches in all competitions they've actually conceded two plus goals in seven of their last nine away matches but they've only scored two plus goals themselves in three of those nine away matches so i wouldn't be surprised if rexham scored three plus goals themselves and they actually end up winning by two plus goals so this should be a fairly comfortable banker win and hopefully excellent. just sails in excellent so two that we think are comfortable banker wins. Fingers crossed. I thought Byron were last week, but you know we're re- you know we're really tightening tightening the braces down this time. That's not even a saying. That's me. That's me just doing a Gordon there, making up my own sayings. I'm clearly mi- <laughs> clearly missing them. Uh, so a Man City and Wrexham double is not point six eight to one. It's tiny, but there is only two of us. So I'll probably look to uh, include the value picks in with them and do some sort of fourfold. I think this week. A banker value fourfold, I think, is how I'm going to be oh, yeah. up. So for me, again, I'm in the UK. This is this is very strange for me. Usually I'm all over the place in Denmark, Japan, um, Germany, uh, places like that. But sticking in the UK, good UK kickoff time, nice and traditional. Saturday, 3 p.m. in the Scottish Premiership for St Mirren versus Motherwell. St Mirren won for me last week. And I'm going to look for them to do it again, this time at home to Motherwell. St Mirren, third place in the Scottish Premiership table, which is absolutely fabulous. Like the best of the rest behind the old firm um, is St Mirren, which is pretty incredible nearing Christmas. They've been excellent at home. They've taken 17 points from eight home games. Motherwell are 10th in this 12-team league. They've picked up 15 points, of which only six of them have come on their travels. And that was eight away fixtures. The club, uh, the clubs have played twice so far this season, and St Mirren have won both of those fixtures by a scoreline of one 0 Once at home in the League Cup, and once away from home uh, in in the league itself. So they're they're even money to win again. I just think that's a really good price. That's where you're getting the value this week. St Mirren to beat Motherwell, home win for St Mirren. Everything is in their favour here, um, and I like the fact that they're not odds on favourites. Yeah, no, that's. Uh especially the way they've been playing at home. That mm-hmm. seems like a very good bet. 
and a good start to our value double here and uh, potentially the banker value quad, the Quads. fourfold. Um, and so my contribution is going to be, we've had three picks in the UK. Now I'm going to take it outside to Belgium. And this time we're going to be looking at Westerlo versus, I keep butchering the, the pronunciation because I want to try to get it right. I think it's open e-u-p-e-n i know there's some sort of french now, twang to that no joy <laughs> joy i'm from glasgow right and i think we are the only people in the world that you but everyone does it here that pronounces the car manufacturer peugeot peugeot okay Pe peugeot it's absolutely I, not i know exactly what you're talking about I'm, i've always wondered how you actually pronounce it's not that that's just what that, that's just what people from the west coast of Scotland pronounce it. So I would look at this and say it's Westerlo versus Yupin, but it's, it's obviously that's what not. I wanted to say, but yeah, <laughs> no, I was, I was trying to listen to like highlights videos, yeah. but all the announcers are French, so I'm like, I'm trying to pick up through all these French words what their actual pronunciation. So yeah, we're just gonna go with the. Uh, I think it's open, almost like open, but with a little more uh. So open, um, <laughs> and uh, that's going to be both teams to score and over 2.5 at even money. So that's going to be on Friday at 7.45. And so this is a basement battle on paper with 13th placed open traveling to 14th place Westerlo in a 16-team league. So the bottom four going to the relegation group at the end of the season, and it's not looking too great for both these sides right now. Both sides have conceded the most and third most goals, respectively, through 17 matches, with Open conceding 36 goals and Westerlo conceding 33. And so these these sides are actually averaging about one goal, one goal scored and two conceded in this home slash away permutation. Westerlo have seen both teams to score in seven of their last eight overall, with over 2.5 in six of those seven. And they've also seen it in five of the last seven home matches. While Open have seen both teams to score in nine of their last 12 overall with over 2.5 in seven of those nine and four of their last five away matches. Open have only been held scoreless three times in 17 matches. And both sides are basically just leaking goals at this moment. So I could honestly see either, either side grabbing a second goal here. And with a 2-2 draw coming in the reverse fixture, to open the season, I think we can definitely expect some goals here. Superb. So both teams to score in over 2.5 goals. And as you progressed through that reasoning and right up there, Joey, the, the ooh from your open just just <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> and we, we ended up just fully open by the, by the hopefully it's an open uh, game. I, 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 like plenty of goals. Bad, but... That that's what we want to see. So the the value picks this week then are a win. St. Mirren in St. Mirren versus Motherwell and over two and a half goals in both teams to score in the Belgian game Westerlo versus Eupen. Um you Combine them together as a double, you're getting better than three to one, you're getting 3.1 to one on bet 365 right now. If you throw in our two bankers to make it a quad or a fourfold, you're up at 5.9 to one. So that's actually pretty decent and I like the look of that as a, as a fourfold getting almost six to one in your money. Okay, on to the Outsiders. We were not good at the Outsiders last week. Um, well, we were close, actually, but we, we we didn't hit any returns. The week before, we hit the Outsider double. So let's try and do that again. 
Again, I'm in the UK. Who do I think I am? Dave Greenfield? Like, these are all Saturday at 3pm kickoffs in the United Kingdom. It's the Scottish Championship for an absolute top-of-the-table clash here. Top-of-the-table, Dundee United versus second-place Wraith Rovers. So Dundee United have 34 points from 14 games. Wraith, 33 points from 14 games. Just one point separates these two at the top. Wraith just won't go away this season. So Dundee United were the favourites on at the beginning of the league, heavy favourites to win this. Wraith were not. Partick Thistle were a setting favourite. I think someone else that they are they are outperforming. Um and, and they're just being they're just really good and they're absolutely worth it. They fight for every single point. Um came from behind last week against Partick Thistle with 10 minutes to go. They've actually managed to gain 15 points from the 86th minute onwards in their matches this campaign. That is an absolutely insane number. Um, the sides met in October at Wraith's ground. They shared the points with a one-all draw. Now, people that listen to the podcast know I'm a Dundee United season ticket holder, have been for over 20 years, go home and away to all the games. I am concerned that we do not have the grit to get past a very stubborn Wraith team here. Last week, we beat Air United after squandering all our good chances and we got very lucky with an insanely messy goal in the 63rd minute. One of my best friends is an Air United fan and I, and I WhatsApped him and I th- I just said, I think that's the worst goal I've ever seen us score. And I, I've seen so many games, right? But we create chances and then we waste them. We he- put headers from six yards over the bar. Um, in the game against Air, their keeper passed the ball to one of our players running in on goal and basically gave him an open goal and he passed it straight back at the goalie. Like, it, it just not just nonsense like this where it looks like we're in a rut um, and we're, we're, you know, we don't have the grit that the Wraith team seems to have. On paper, we're a very good side, but our results haven't actually been that great recently. So, form-wise in the league, in our last five league games, both us and Wraith Rovers have taken 13 points from our last five games. That's pretty good. However, in the middle of that, Dundee United have been knocked out of both domestic cup competitions by lower league opposition. Really bad, crappy performances where we should be winning these games and we, in fact, have got turned over. So I really hope Dundee United win this. I'll be at the game. I would not be backing us at odds on favourites at 7-11. to 11. The, the smart play here is a small wager on a buoyant Wraith Rovers team and not a Dundee United side that quietly get booed off at halftime last week and have actually only won two of their last five matches in all competition. So, while it pains me to say it, my outsider this week is Wraith Rovers at odds of 15-4. to four. Mad. Massive. Really big. That is massive. It's really big. Now Q Dundee United coming out and actually putting these chances away and with 4 <laughs> I'd be delighted with that anyway, um, you know, from from a fan standpoint. But I'm sure if you spoke to other Dundee United fans, they they would say the same about this. No one is looking forward to this on Saturday. None of our support. That, yeah, that, uh, that, that really says something if you're backing against uh, Dundee United here. Kind of feels like a couple of weeks ago when I was picking Newcastle over United, going, uh, going <laughs> head over heart here. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, uh, we, oh, worked out last time. Hopefully, we can get it uh, two in a row here. We'll see. Do you know Should what? It'll end really a draw now. It'll end yeah. a draw now, Joey. No one's happy. Hey, 
I'm just going to, we are now on record. I did not say that. That was all you. <laughs> I will have no business if any of that comes in. I've, uh, my, my portion of the Joey curse only works when I'm at the games. Right. Um, I have not said anything on this one. So hopefully we get a, <laughs> a Wraith Rovers win and, uh, hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully it's a, a reasonable one. So my outsider this week, I'm going to be sticking in Belgium and I like a W no, I even, I got it wrong right from the beginning. RWDM draw versus St. Troyden at 3.4. So that's going to be on Saturday at 5.15. And so eighth place St. Troyden traveled to Brussels to face 11th place Racing White Daring Mullenbeek, a.k.a. RWDM. So this will be the first meeting between the side in Brussels. So a home game for RWDM with St. Troyden winning 1-0 in a friendly and then 2-1 in the reverse fixture. Thanks to a 96th minute winner after RWDM equalized in the 90th, 93rd minute. That's definitely some, uh, some Andy Luck shit right there. Um, <laughs> but uh just going based on current form here, St. Troyden have drawn four of their last six overall and six of their last nine away matches, while Mullenbeek have drawn four of their last five home matches. St. Troyden generally seem to keep things relatively tighter away from home, and it's almost like they're essentially trying to guarantee a point by more or less playing for the draw. Mm. So this should be a good spot for another draw for both of these sides, and looking back at that, reverse fixture. I think it was a lot closer than the two, one scoreline would suggest. And so hopefully we get another draw here in this spot. Excellent. Joey back in the draw then between RWD Molenbeek and St. Prudence. Uh, Molenbeek. Molenbeek. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can, you can find that on bet three, six, five by hitting the magnifying glass and just typing RWD. That'll do you. So that's good. The search functionality is wonderful. <laughs> so exactly that that means an outsider double this week and i've just uh put it on in three six five wraith are nine to two now they're almost almost five to one i tell you seriously guys they they shouldn't be that big i'm not saying they will win i'm I, i'm not saying dundee united won't win but i'm just saying in the grand scheme of things they shouldn't be nine to two there's a reason they're only a point behind them in the table uh so yes a win for wraith rovers away at Dundee United, and a draw between RWD Molenbeek and St. Truden works out at 17.7 to 1. So quite a beasty outsider, considering there are only two of us on the show this week. Right, they're the main picks, Joey, but we have the very important matter of the charity double, considering we have now hit two in a row, and we will be looking to make it three in a row. So it's every week is £10 of our own money, and that goes on a pick from all the hosts. So it's just a double this week. If Gordo's here, it's a, it's a treble. But just a double this week. And all the returns, including the initial stake, um, should we get it back, should we win, obviously, goes to a charity that we announce on next week's show. My first three picks were all UK 3pm Saturday kickoff times. Why break the habit for the last one? I'm back at it again. Saturday, 3pm, Scottish Premiership for Livingston versus Kilmarnock. Now, Livingston are in horrendous form at the moment. Um, Hibs were actually a mid a midsection pick of mine last week to beat Livingston, and they did at odds of 5-4. to four. I don't know why you're still getting 
better than even money on good teams to beat this terrible Livingston team. Um, they're bottom of the league. They've only taken 10 points from 15 games. They've scored nine goals all season, but conceded 23. Kilmarnock are in fifth place, so they're in the top half. They've got 23 points and recorded a fantastic 2-1 win against league leaders Celtic last weekend. And it wasn't a freak win. Um, the XGs were pretty much level, 1.79 for Kilmarnock, 1.83 for Celtic. So an even game that they managed to come out on top against a very strong Celtic side. Livingston have now lost seven straight games. They have now lost their last six games in a row without scoring a single goal. Six games in a row. They've all lost something nil. I would literally back anyone against Livingston right now. And to get another top half team, it better than the evens. You're getting them at six to five for a Kilmarnock win. And that's a really good spot. It'll be interesting to see what Callum Hodgert says, because obviously he's a big Kelly fan. Um, and to see if he agrees with me. Do you know what? I'm not I'm not even that bothered about what he thinks of Kilmarnock right now. This is just a <laughs> bet against Livingston. I would literally take anyone else in the league if I was getting better than even money against them. But it will be interesting to see what Callum says. So if uh, Callum, if you're listening this week, drop us a little note in the Facebook group and uh, let us know your thoughts on this game. Yeah, hopefully he's got a uh, Achilles win, win to nil, maybe, uh, maybe a little handicap action, but love to have him at least on our side of this one, yeah. making sure we're on the right side of this. Um, so my portion of the charity double, I'll be uh, back in England and... I'm in the Premier League for Everton traveling to Burnley. And you can get the away win for Everton at 2.1, so just over even money. So this is going to be on Saturday at 5.30 p.m. And so Burnley is joint bottom. And Everton, yes, they're down there after uh, that that point deduction. But this should be extremely straightforward. And honestly, I'm surprised Everton are still above even money. So I'm definitely imagining this is going to be one of those... uh, Run, don't walk to the betting betting counter to uh, to get this on before it drops below below evens. But since that point deduction about a month ago, Everton have actually only lost once in their last eight overall, with six of those eight being wins. And they've also had five wins in their last six away matches. Burnley have picked up four points in the last three matches, but they've still lost eight of their t- last 10 overall, and they've lost seven of their last eight home matches. And I think they're massively flattered by a Sheffield Red Sheffield United red card in that 5-0 win. Everton picked up back-to-back wins against Chelsea and Newcastle, both to nil, keeping clean sheets. And they'll absolutely be buzzing heading into this, uh, this matchup. Earlier in the season when they played in the EFL Cup, Everton ran out 3-0 winners. And I would absolutely be expecting a lot more of the same of that. Um, one guy to look at. So I'm looking, loving the Everton win here above even money. One guy that I think is going to help for that is Abdullah Decore for Everton. Mm-hmm. And he's got three goals in his last five starts, including goals in back-to-back matches against Chelsea and Newcastle. And he's actually scored three of his six goals away from home. So getting him at 11-4, to four, kind of around that just shy of 3-1 to one price, feels like massive. And I think I was looking over at uh, the Decore goal and Everton win, and that was creeping up towards 5-1. to one. So... Definitely some solid, solid ways to attack this one. But nonetheless, uh, at the end of the day, after all the smoke settles, I think this will be a convincing win for Everton. Fantastic, Joey. So that makes a nice, simple and easy charity double this week. 
of wins for Kilmarnock away at Livingston and Everton away at Burnley. The double there works out. Both picks are better than even money, so the double works out at 3.62 to 1, and you get a little 2.5% boost on Bet365. So it's saying our estimated return this week would be £47.10. So it'd be great to be given There we go. It'd be great to be given that to charity next week. That's it. They're the picks. I will have a little dabble in all of them, considering we get seven of eight, not last week, but the week before. Um, you know, because the eight of eight will happen. The 12 of 12 will happen one day. Um, combining mm-hmm. the eight, you get 595.9 to one. So basically a fiver turns into three grand. So my yeah, that's, that's workable. Yeah, we can, ah, we can work with that. <laughs> and, and if the only leg that lets it down is Dundee United versus Wraith Rovers, then <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how happy I'd be about that. You know, <laughs> I, I want we, we would be less the, upset about it. <laughs> are, the, are the three points worth three grand to me? Oh, maybe. Depends maybe. What, uh, what your fandom's worth. <laughs> it, it depends. Come the end of the season, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see how long that, uh, that keeps going. <laughs> Those three points could be incredibly valuable. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. As always, a little shout out again for our Facebook group. Uh, just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Uh, come in and join the conversation absolutely free to join and get involved there you can also give something back to the podcast support us six pounds a month at patreon where you get this as a video podcast an early release video podcast a special midsection um that joey and i have gone through today that included three picks from joey for football uh, and a couple of shouts on the outright markets for the pdc world championship darts for myself so it's not just football we do if you're a member of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon, you also get the cheat sheet. So that's all the picks written down from this week's show. So you don't have to pause it or carry a pen with you when you listen to it uh, to record the picks that you particularly like. So tramplebet.com, guys, and you get the links to all these things. Mr. Slenzak, anything you would like to say before we wrap up this week's edition of this fine podcast? Yeah, I think we uh I think we've been doing such a great job of the charity slot. Uh back to back wins. I think that's always worth worth sort of noting on this podcast because we've we've definitely had our fresh share of stinker weeks and it's been uh been a little dry at times. So hopefully uh, we can keep this season of giving rolling over um for the rest of this month. And I'll actually throw out a little challenge for uh all of our friends in the Facebook group. I'd actually love to see someone rounding out the true charity trouble. Um, stick a dollar on it, stick five dollars, five bucks on it, whatever. I'd love to see what you guys would have come up with for uh for ah. your leg of the charity trouble. And then uh hopefully we can all uh just have a good 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 month and uh get a little bit to charity. That's pretty cool. So you you want to see guys in the Facebook group, you want to see three folds with Kilmarnock, Everton, and a pick of their choosing. Whoever they would have gone with. Uh, a, little, a pound on it, or something. it you know and, uh, like let's not go mad guys you know we we make this commitment it's not on the listeners to do so but if you're up for it and you fancy doing it yeah. um pick an amount um get Kilmarnock and Everton on on your uh bet slip and add a, add a pick of your choosing we'll see if we can hit some charity trebles it obviously means joy we absolutely must hit this <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah no but ho- hopefully uh hopefully we can see a lot of a lot of everybody else uh Getting getting some good good contributions to charity this week. That's wonderful. Cheers, Joey. It's been a pleasure as always, sir. And and thank you very much for the fine job that you've done when Gordon has been missing um, out in Australia, bothering kangaroos, whatever it is. He, 
soaking up the sun, living life. No, yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's always fun. I, I always have a blast coming on. So any, anything I can do to help the pod. Brilliant. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for listening. We really do appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.